0: Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I'm at Dancing Gnome in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with the owner, Andrew Witchie. Thanks for having me out, Andrew.
1: Heck yeah, man. Thanks for coming.
0: It's great to be able to do this in person again. Yeah, Last well, time no I had doubt. you on was virtual, and it's nowhere near as fun as sitting down and talking.
1: Yeah, and now now you're at the new spot.
0: Which oh, is yeah. absolutely beautiful. Thanks, um, it's it's definitely way roomier. Yeah, you, definitely. You can, uh, <laughs> the, the old Dancing Gnome location was way more cozy. Right, <laughs> right.
1: It, it had its moments of fun, but it also, yeah, it could... You get a little tight.
0: Yeah. I think the first time I went there, it was like shoulder to shoulder (laughs) just about. Uh, So when did, um, when did the doors open at this location?
1: Yeah. So we started brewing last year in the summer in July. And then we opened the tap room, uh, the very tail end of October. So October 26th is
0: when we, uh, we opened the tap room here. And it was, that was like, Had you reopened your old tap room at all? We did.
1: We were hedging it for a long time, Um, partially because of COVID, but a lot of it because we knew that this was coming. And a lot of the delays in the space were very unknown. Like the space was primarily done and we were relatively ready to open like last spring like as we were getting ready to brew the tap room was also relatively ready to open there was a couple of things that needed finished yeah. and the delays were were COVID based delays of um a lot of it was lighting based with with chips and and um the the drivers to run the lights in the space um but that's crazy. It yeah, is because
0: because we make everything fancy now. you, well, you couldn't exactly. just have like, lights. To right?
1: Because we and that was part of part of construction is, um, you know, now you you have to have LED lights and yeah. like if you're doing new construction and doing all this stuff, you have to have these. So like our light our lighting package is awesome. It's great, um, but you know we have these fancy controls and it's all touchscreen and like you you have we have 19 points of control on all of the lights throughout the building, um, but we couldn't get the chip. To, to do it, and the whole space was set up for these specific LED lights. Uh, so you can even could, change. It's not like we could. To, we couldn't go to Home Depot and just buy some chandeliers. You yeah. Know? Um. So we were waiting on that, which is a bummer. But we we had kind of anticipated it being a lot earlier than it was, and so we started brewing um, the very first week of July. Um. Uh, I think it was even. Ju- I think it was even June thirtieth. This was our first brew day, and um we. Kind of anticipated opening the tap room shortly after that, and then it didn't happen. So uh, I think late July, early August, we ended up. We had the um, outside space at uh, like our temporary outside space at our old spot open. And then I think the tail end of July or early August, we opened up inside in the taproom at the old spot because it was
0: just like, we got to get open. Yeah. Like at some is, point you yeah, need to yeah, this is, this is crazy. operate again. Yeah. Yeah. So are the, are the lights, those strips in between the sound deadening? Yep. That's, that's some of them. And
1: then those are yeah, very, I mean, uh, got the strips, there. very hidden. Yeah. We got lights under the bar. We got, uh, actually in these, uh, the truss, the trusses, there's lights underneath every single one of them inside okay. and outside. Um, there's lights in that, that wooden bar up there. There's lights behind that. So there's so many lights in here and I mean, it truly looks beautiful. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing, but, um, it was, it was the pinch point for sure.
0: That yeah, that had to be so annoying. Right. Like it was so it was like literally everything ready, you just couldn't turn as lights you, on. As
1: you see it now. It's just that <laughs> we had no lights, yeah.
0: There's um there's a place in Frederick that is having I don't think they're gonna have quite as long of a delay, maybe, but that's like their last piece too. Yeah. Is waiting for yeah. lighting.
1: Yeah, and I know like cars are having that trouble, that same trouble. Like they can't they can't get the chips to like run the vehicles. Well, so yeah, they just sit or, there completed.
0: Um, I can't remember I know there's a couple of car manufacturers that are just removing some features so that they won't have heated seats right. or they won't have like yeah. some extra added feature so they can use the chips on necessary yep. parts of it. Yeah, And then I think it was, I saw, I read Chevrolet is selling cars with the chips missing. And when they come in, you can come back and have them installed to re-enable what features aren't going to work yeah. without them being there. Whatever you gotta do, I it's guess. A strange world we yeah, live in, indeed. So, are you still operating the old location? Yeah,
1: so we still we still brew out of there. Okay. Um, so we, we kept our old system. We did move a couple tanks, the bigger tanks that we had from over there. Um, so that's a ten barrel system. This is a twenty barrel system here. We took our twenties out of that space, brought them here. Um, we have some forties here. Um, so we kept all the tens, we added a, a, a loggering ten, um, and then, so we have six tanks over there still that we use. Um, so we still brew, few and far between, it's pretty much all loggers. Okay. Our, our yeast um, propagating is over there, so we do all of our, our lab work over there. Um, and then the other tanks we use completely for loggering. Um, so it's it's a much... You know, we're here, we're brewing three or four times a week. Um, Over there, we're brewing, like, once a month. Is there a plan
0: to keep that forever? Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the tap room kind of turned into our offices for the time being. Um, I work out of there mostly. Um, Mike, our our, uh, operations manager, works out of there mostly. Um, But uh, I think there was always kind of the idea to – turn it into more of a a, a logger focused or traditional beer focused bar. And I still want to do that. Um we just can't get the volume right now. We're just not we're not in a place where we have enough volume to be able to comfortably do that where we can have, you know, uh, IPAs, double IPAs, pale ales, plus loggers here and over there is like Nothing. strictly loggers. Okay. Um, English bitters, dark milds, like more of like a soccer bar, you know? Um, eventually I think we'd like to do that, whether it's there or somewhere else, uh, we'd like to do it. Um, but it's, it is really nice to have, we don't have offices here in this location at all. So it's really nice to have the
0: space to yeah. kind of like spread out. Yeah. And, not, or yeah. not just a post up at the bar until yeah, you open. It, and, exactly. And, and like, have to move it all. Yeah, yeah. So now
1: I can just take a table and leave it there.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cause it seems like you You've really leaned into loggers sure. and the slow beer, yeah, in the, yeah, in the probably what about the last year? Was yeah,
1: I mean, I'd say the the plan was always to, um, you know, I think that when we, because I, I pretty much decided in 2018 that we were gonna expand, that we were gonna look for a new location and look for for a new both production and tapering. Yeah, I think the
0: the very first time I talked to you yeah. you had started talking about that like that idea and yeah. that goal and yeah. that it it would be here in Sharpsburg because right. you didn't want to leave, but you and you also planned on keeping the yeah. So it, it took a like, long
1: time, but we, but we did it. <laughs> but you did exactly what you said yeah. you wanted to do. Yeah, and, and um, and it
0: probably would have been a little more quickly if there wasn't a two year time span that well for just sure that was ruined. everything that was, for that a was while.
1: A, that was a big part of it, but um yeah i think early on you know when we decided to like yeah we were definitely going to jump into this we were definitely going to start looking for locations we were definitely going to start the planning process um a small part of me was like you know let's let's go mixed culture and clean and very quickly i was like i don't give a shit about mixed culture like (laughs) i i just personally don't and it, it doesn't mean that i don't respect it and it doesn't mean that i don't love what other people are putting out I just personally don't care enough about it to actually produce it,
0: and I I do love loggers. I think the customer base is a lot smaller for mixed cultures too. And you already have other people in this area doing them. Trace Trace
1: is doing like legit goose like yeah. you know i mean they have a cool ship they're like utilizing it multiple times a year they're doing it appropriately they're barrel fermenting they're they have fooders like uh, like folks like that and like cinderlands and and um you know they're they're doing it legitimately because they have a passion for it and they care and the yeah. product is shows you know and um i was never going to be that way but i do feel that way about loggers so it quickly became like all right well the second spot we're going to keep it and make it a logger spot um so it, it is great to be able to have that volume. The downside is we don't package that. So it's it's draft only. You got to come okay. here to drink it. Um, but it's wonderful to be able to do. And, um, you know, it uh, allows us to do kind of what we've wanted to do for a long time and, um, you know, push it out to market and still utilize this space to really – hone in and focus on um our pails and ipas like lustra and infinite highway and beers like that, that we've been doing for a while
0: and it's good great timing too as lagers become so much more popular sure. ju- with the beer geek crowd yeah. that would completely ignore them at one time but now yeah, it's
1: it's 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 crazy and i'm i'm very happy about it um but I, I, I kind of actually, I used to explain it like that pre pre COVID when, when I would explain like, Oh, we're opening this spot, but like, we're going to keep this. And like, it's going to become a logger house. And one of my explanations was like, well, if you're not going to sell, if I'm not going to sell mixed culture and I'm not going to sell lagers, I'd rather drink lagers. So I'm going to make them for me. Yeah. And, uh, and now it it is different. It is that, that, that folks will come in and, um, you know, actually uh, pull, pull a pint of that and, and want it. So.
0: And I think it's because so many breweries are also doing, um, well, actually it's it's like going way back and just bringing back old things, but they seem sure. like new trends and stuff like side pulls and milk pours that, yeah. that kind of catch the attention of people who are always looking for the new thing. Right. So while it's not quite new, it's the, it, it, it's new to, yeah, new it's to, them. New to yeah. them. So it helps uh, build that popularity.
1: Without a doubt. And, um, yeah, I think especially here in PA, I mean, you have a human robot who jumped into that early and does primarily loggers, to be honest. So even – it's not – it's easy to say that it's it's a, a tool to bring people in or a joke, if you will. But, like, they primarily do loggers. I mean, yeah. they, they know what they're doing. They, they they understand Czech styles. They understand German styles. They, they are – putting an american twist on it but they're doing it in a legitimate fashion so uh, that's great
0: and i think like those types of breweries well like dancing gnome included human robot shilling yeah uh, good word making amazing loggers and bringing them to festivals with all the hype breweries and their IPAs and fruited sours, but also For having sure. the amazing lager selections probably is also helping a lot too.
1: Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, now you, you even have um, festivals focusing on lagers where it used to be, um, you know, a, you, look at uh, juicy Bruce when that started with our anniversary yeah. f- almost six years ago. Like um, that was all hazy beers and that was the idea hazy beers and in sours and then you had stout fests and um you know green city and 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 pastry town and um and now you have lager fests and that's cool and it's not to take away i mean i will always love hazy beers always like you know we're always gonna make them i still drink them um but um it's great to have that focus um back to something that's that's more utilitarian even than than solid hazy beers
0: yeah cuz I mean while yes they're delicious there's definitely times where like a crispy boy is just what, yeah, <laughs> is without what a doubt. you need. Without <laughs> a
1: doubt. Yeah. You don't need to yeah it's it's not it's just a a nice session with friends you know or or by yourself I don't know I drink by myself a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right let's take um a real quick sponsor break and I mean probably we'll talk about loggers a little bit more cuz I also love them. Yeah why not. Uh, so we will be right back. And what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday? Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts. Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites? They'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. You were at uh, Little Beer Fest, right? Yep. Yeah, I. How was it? I it was awesome. With, yeah, yeah, I'm. I really am mad at myself. Why I? I had a, other commitments. Sure. I really wanted to go to it, but I wasn't able to make it. But it, it yeah, looked it like was, an awesome lineup, and it was fun. The pictures The weekend, pictures the weekend great. was
1: great. The weird, the only weird part from like a personal perspective was twofold. One, the weather was shit. It was literally snowing. Oh yeah, I was
0: texting with uh, Ben Little from yeah from uh, uh, fourscore yeah, and he was like, "Dude, it's snowing here. Yeah, like, it was, That's insane." Yeah, it was snowing. It was, <laughs>
1: it was it was very cold i was not dressed appropriately for it um excuse me the beers are good the other thing is like though i very much appreciate it good word had volunteers for every single brewery and i appreciate that i think it's awesome that the brewers don't have to do any work but it makes it kind of awkward because like if we're actively pouring then we're like talking to consumers and we're um, you're forced to interact and people might have questions. And when you have a volunteer though, it's awesome. Cause we get to hang around yeah. and talk. No one knows who we are. So it's like, we're just talking to other brewers and hanging out and having a yeah. good time. And that's cool. But then it feels like, I feel like I should be working, you know, yeah. and like, <laughs> I feel like I should be doing something. So it was, that was a good and a is, bad thing.
0: Was that, is that, um, Done just as like a, a nice thing to you guys, or as a, a law? legal thing? I
1: initially thought it was a legal thing, okay. but uh, other breweries in Georgia um, that I talked to were like, "No, it's just he's you're fine to pour." Okay, it's
0: just that he said. So thing was guys like North Carolina. Food. Yep, you can't pour if you're wearing branded stuff unless you paid for a permit. That's super and, weird yeah. stuff. I know in
1: I know in Maine, like you can't, you can pour, but you're not allowed to drink
0: behind
1: the station so if you're on this side of the table you're not allowed to drink at all if you want to take a sip of beer you literally have to walk around the front drink a beer and then come back
0: i think maryland is the same way but i always hear conflicting things about that i'm not i'm not sure if it's actually that but yeah
1: there's definitely a couple states that have weird things like that
0: yeah it's so weird you never know like state like one state will have like so generous of one aspect for breweries yeah. and then just something that's so antiquated that makes no sense yeah. and it'll oh, yeah. flip in the next state over yeah
1: although all yeah every state has their their eccentricities pa is no different but uh just a little bit different
0: well, at least you don't have to go to a distributor to buy beer here anymore yeah
1: that's true <laughs> I, i'm i'm so i'm still like I, in my head i'm still I'm still in that because that's that's relatively recent. That's that's it's like only the last few years, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, now you can. All those other people that come in and visit from other states can just go to a gas station. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was you could not do that.
0: I and Uh, I wonder. I've always wondered if that is what kind because Pittsburgh seems to be a little bit behind in the the craft beer boom. And I wonder if I've always wondered if that was kind of part of the reason because almost at least in maryland you can go to almost any store and just buy a single of something sure. so you could just try a bunch of things until recently I mean, your best case was maybe you could get a you had to buy by the case right and unless there was like a, a package yeah, 12 mean, up, mix pack or up something. until
1: i think right up until right before the pandemic you had you could either um there were, you, there were single shops, but you had to be a pub. Okay. So, like, you could take beer to go from, like, Carson Street Deli or, like, a restaurant. And you were
0: buying it at, like, drafts or right, pricing, exactly, right? Exactly.
1: And they were singles. Um, That was the only place you could do it. Otherwise, you had to buy cases. And, like you might've been able, like there might've been some half case stuff, but most of it was case only. And then yeah, and um, I don't know
0: about you, but I would never buy a case of something I've never tried. No, no, definitely <laughs>
1: not. And that's, I mean, that's why it was, that's why there, that's definitely why there wasn't much craft distribution to these areas because it was, you know, if you were into craft, like you might buy Sierra Nevada pale ale, you might buy yeah. it back in the day, you might buy uh, 60 minute IPA or stone IPA. So they had that, like we had all that stuff, but little stuff we didn't get because distribution was so specific. Um, and now, yeah, with, with, with the reduced laws and being able to sell four packs pretty much anywhere, as long as you have food available. Um, so, you know, not all like in New York, a gas station can be a normal gas station and sell beer here. You can't do that. You have to have like a cafe and sell
0: like meals. Oh, I didn't know there was. Yeah. yeah, that 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 ticks the box of the <laughs> just makes no sense. Weird. Yeah, for sure. So that's why, like, um, so you still can't have just a beer store here, like w- walk in where you could just like, so all if you, they sell dis- is beer. Yep. Yeah, but it would be a distributor.
1: So distrib- yeah, but like
0: to buy just a four pack or yep. a single, you you can now. Oh, so okay.
1: So distributors like D license distributor licenses, mm-hmm. they used to have to sell at X amount of volume. Like you had to get a case okay. in order to buy it. You couldn't break it apart. And then whenever they opened the cafe thing, where like all you had to do was provide food, so like a sheets an MTO yeah. spot, they were providing food anyways. So all they had to do was put in seating for thirty people, and they could get a license to sell beer. So a lot of sheets like renovated to put in this like tiny little cafe. Okay, uh, get goes other places like that. yeah. Um, when that happened, they also said the distributors could start selling break up the cases and they could do half cases four packs six packs singles and then that like really changed things um and that created a lot of smaller um independence not a good word because there's a lot of independent distributors but like craft focused i guess like if you think of um i don't know how well you know the area but you think of a place like liberty beer which is up on liberty avenue right here in, in bloomfield um, like that is like super craft. I mean, okay. they, they sell, like you can get a 24 ounce Budweiser single if you want, but
0: they're a distributor that focuses they heavily focus on, on okay. four
1: packs of craft throughout the country. And it is, it's a small spot, um, but they have good stuff and they keep it fresh and it rotates. And, um, it's not this huge warehouse that you used to drive into and be like, I want a 30 pack of Miller yeah. and then like put <laughs> it in your back seat and you, you pay them 30 bucks and leave. So it's, it's a very different – it's allowed places like that to come about. So now there definitely are places that just serve beer, but you can't drink it on premise. Okay. Um. So, like, if you want to serve it for on premise, you have to have, have food. have to have food. Yeah. Okay.
0: Have you started to distribute more now that you're in this location and producing definitely, a lot yeah. more beer? Yeah, yeah.
1: So we work with a distributor now. Um, we are self-distributing. We, we can self-distribute in PA up to, like – I think it's 50,000 barrels. It's a lot. It's something that we'll never, ever, ever hit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as we were building up this place, we kind of decided that, um, you know, where we were at and what we wanted to focus on was much more on the production side and the, the, the taproom experience side. Um, so we were self-distributing for a while and, and we did very little of it. Um, and then as we were building out the space, I knew that that was part of our growth was like you know we're, we're looking at doubling tripling quadrupling our volume and it's not sustainable to bring that many people in the tap taproom anyways and we want to be a very western pennsylvania pittsburgh brand yeah um so distribution was definitely a part of that growth so we um signed with a distributor late last year um and primarily we're just in western pennsylvania um every once in a while we'll do like a peppering in Ohio or like, you know, if we have a festival in Massachusetts, we'll send a pallet, um, little stuff like that. And then every once in a while, um, Lustra, our, our house pail, it's about 30% of our total production. Um, so every once in a while we'll release a little bit extra and say like, all right, send to the Eastern side of the state. Let's get a drop over there. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of, we very much want to be a local brand that is available everywhere and like like the tap room is then the place to come to have the 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 more specific dancing gnome experience for those that really are nerding out about beer and what we do
0: do you have the capacity that you could expand your footprint or would you have to add more tanks or brew more often to be able to
1: so that's yes and no um we 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 do have some growth. Um, we have a couple more tank spots that are sizable. Like as we add tanks, they're sizable tanks. So we can put out some volume for sure. Um Beyond that, we'd have to turn tanks faster, which also we can do. We're not turning tanks super fast. I mean, to be honest, like, we don't have a centrifuge or any filtration. We're all unfiltered. Um, But we do have three-week turns, which is pretty slow for the industry. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd say, like, 14 days is pretty average. I've I've heard of people doing turn in – 10 days an ipa which to me is insane but we're about 21 days um some
0: people like that hot burn yeah exactly
1: (laughs) and and you know one is we have a lot of tanks so like i built it i you know we built this place to be able to do that and not just like burn through through a few tanks we wanted additional tanks to be able to have this this extra week of conditioning um so that was purposeful. So, you know, one thing we could do is, is get a centrifuge or something like that. Um, that, that allows us to turn a little faster, um, and then utilize it more. But I, I, it's not in my model, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need, um, I don't look at volume as a term of success. Um, and so I think that, you know, all, all, all we're ultimately trying to do is really satisfy Southwestern Pennsylvania. Um, always make sure we have a really solid variety of um uh, like hot like obviously hoppy beers but that's a mix of haze and west coast um you know I'm a huge fan of low ABV so um a lot of pales petite ipa stuff like that um a stout or two um plus a lot of traditional german um that's kind of our focus is, is german we'll i'll mess with other stuff but um and i i personally love english style beers um but unfortunately they just do not move so <laughs> yeah. eventually
0: eventually like we'll, esbs and yeah, alt beers yeah, and, absolutely i mean they're so good good, good um,
1: words are oh, they're,
0: phenomenal. This, this alt all beers amazing I mean, yeah. and they made one with kushwa that was from, it was a like bebop cowboy or something yeah. the name of it that was phenomenal
1: yeah. And, um, yeah, we, we have, we have an all beer on right now, which is great. And we'll, we'll keep that on about half the year. Um, so that's, that's like on its last keg or two right now. But, um, yeah, like, yeah, ESBs and, um, dark English milds and, um, even like low ABV English porters, like, I love them and they're great, but they're almost meant to drink in volume. Like you're yeah. supposed to be drinking like six pints of those <laughs> at a time. Um, and that's just not the American culture, like to a degree. So, yeah. um, so yeah, we, uh, unfortunately don't do a ton of that stuff right now. I'd love to do more of it, but, um, but yeah, we, we have, we have enough, um, expansion plans to be able to take care of Southwestern PA and, and pepper in a few other spots. And then, um, beyond that, We'd have to figure it out, but I don't. I don't think I want to. I don't want to open another brewery. <laughs> I did it twice. I'm good.
0: Do you have a size that you think like that's where I would get to, and I don't need to like I don't want to grow any larger, or do you want to?
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's within this space. I mean, um, so if we add a couple tanks here, um, so this year like we'll do three thousand barrels, which is small. You know, it's not a
0: lot. Although by um, craft like small craft beer sure. craft brewery that's large that's a lot of beer yeah and
1: um that's up that's just that's up about 40 percent from our volume in past years um and then by adding a couple tanks um actually by adding like we just added a tank over at our other spot a t- just a 10 barrel and then by adding a 40 here i think it takes us up like pushing five thousand, and then um, we can get Just
0: a ton of beer. Yeah. And then we
1: can get to right around 6,000 when we add the final tank when that's keeping everything as 21 day turns, except for our loggers at the other spot. Um, and that's even, that's even a couple loggers here. Cause every once in a while we want to like package one. So like Dunkel we wanted to put into cans. So okay. we, we, we brewed that one here so that we could package it. And, um, and that'll be like right around 6,000 barrels. And to me, that's enough. Like it's making the beer of the quality that I want to be making. I'm proud of all the beers that are coming out. Um, it's, it's, um, not overworking the team. Um, and you know, on one hand, it'd be great, um, to be everywhere and to, to be, um, better known. I mean, you you can go to a a suburb, not 20 minutes from here and ask somebody drinking a beer at a bar, like, Oh, do you like dancing? gnome? And they'd be like, who like, yeah, there are plenty of people that don't know who we are um but you know I, it's it's nice to be small and nimble and um yeah. and you know as long as we're putting out the quality and caring about that and being here for for our region that's we, really I mean, what I want to do
0: even if you look at like things like the past 2 years that like smaller breweries the, the your size being able to be nimble were able to survive much better than like the huge craft breweries for that for sure relied so much on tap lines at bars and restaurants and really didn't have flexibility to survive I mean a lot of them, most of them survive but a lot of them their numbers are way down and it's, it wasn't as easy to make it through the last two years as a, as a small sure. craft brewery and
1: it's 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 hands down a different market for it everyone for everyone like like i can't speak to how any individual brewery changed but every single brewery is different from from a a a sales and branding perspective as they were prior to covid um for better or worse like i'm sure some some places are are seeing a positive and it it gave them a reason to say like oh no we're going to focus on this rather than this and that's been a positive for them yeah and some i think are struggling um but I do, I do think that one thing that kind of came out of it all when you were stuck at home and you were, were forced to go to your local spot or whatever is that people kind of realize that like there's good beer in any city that you go to yeah. and like, you know, like, especially in regards to like, Hey, it's like, I love our haze. I think we do a really good job of it, but there's like. It's not better than any other cities, you know. Like you can go to any brewery in any city and find like a really good hazy beer. You can find a really good lager. You can find a really good pastry style. You can find a really good anything in any city, and it's so it like really pulled back the idea of like trying to chase these whales. Um, and it's still out there. So they're still, they're still yeah, there's still there's still definitely traders that, culture yeah, that really it's, want it's, that, it's, but it's there.
0: It's but it feels like it's definitely slowed down a lot for sure
1: and um so i think you know our focus has always been western pa um and i think that that that's like when you even look at places like smaller than us that might be doing um you know 600 to a thousand barrels a year um and they're hype hyper local so they're like neighborhood only um like those places will survive no problem because they're they're a neighborhood joint. They're 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 where you go to yeah. to hang out with with your your people. They don't um, need a lot
0: of right. people coming yeah, through right. to to and, survive. And they
1: have they have dialed into a community, um, and that's really important. From, and from they from usually any have structure.
0: a die hard following for too. sure. Yeah, like I even see that with the podcast. Is that I will have a big brewery that like i was really proud that i was able to get the the founder on sure and no one listens to it (laughs) i'll have like a tiny brewery that like you know has a three barrel system sure and it would be like listened to 10 times as much as like this one i was so proud to get as a guest yeah but it's because everyone that loves that brewery and they shared it wanted to listen to it
1: for sure yeah and that's, that's, you know, the great thing about beer is like, um, it's, it's subjective as heck. So like who, who is anybody to say that you shouldn't like that beer, or that this beer is better than other beers. Like granted, there is that object objectivity yeah. of, of, of folks that like really know, but it's not to take it away from you. If you really enjoy it, like I mean, I've mean, i tasted stuff
0: that people absolutely love and I hate it. Yeah. So it gets, and that's, that's
1: totally cool. Yeah. And and vice versa, you know?
0: So Let's take another quick sponsor break, and when we get back, I want to know what a Krantz tray is, and if I pronounced it correctly. For sure. So we'll be right back. I buy my beer at District East in downtown Frederick, Maryland. They have an amazing selection of local and hard-to-find beers, and I love the option of making my own mix-and-match custom six-pack. District East is on Northeast Street in Frederick in the same shopping center as Showroom Restaurant and Rockwell Brewery. Most weeks, they have over 950 beers in stock. Check out this week's selection at www.districteastbeer.com. Are you planning on having custom glassware made for your business? Glassware availability for 2022 has already reached capacity, and it looks like costs will predictably rise this year. Don't worry. ACS Brand My Beverage has you covered with over 6 million units of the most popular glass styles exclusively in their inventory to meet your branded glassware needs right now. Lock in today's lower prices and take immediate delivery, or ACS will store your product for you until you're ready email sales at brandmybeverage.com or visit brandmybeverage.com to reserve your glassware. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today. Best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for Bourbon, Rye, and Gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. So, what is a Krantz tray?
1: So, it is a uh, tray that holds uh, Stange, which actually, if you're German, would be pronounced Stange, but... um, i'm not german so i pronounce it stange, <laughs> um but um so that's a, a a a 20 centiliter 0.2 liter uh glass um filled with kolsch uh it you also could fill it with all beer because um, dusseldorf does it too but um it's very prevalent in cologne um with with kolsch um and basically it's you know this the circular tray with a handle that that holds these these glasses on it and um, coal service in Cologne. If anybody's ever been to Cologne, or if you, or I guess if you haven't been to Cologne, if you have, you know what's up. But like if you haven't, um, they literally just walk around and give you a beer. So you have a coaster, um, and if your beer's empty or close to empty, they put another one down, they mark your coaster. Um, when you're done, you just T- toss the coaster on top um us have known not to give you another one and then you close out with however many hash marks are on your coaster that's um, pretty cool yeah so it's a good system without a doubt and um yeah so we we uh you know we love Kolsch, we love german beers um it's been important to us for a while and um we we kind of wanted to bring Kolsch service stateside and by no means are we the first brewery to do it. Lots of places have done it, whether it's a German beer bar or um, another brewery. Um, but um, yeah, just wanted to kind of bring more awareness to to the style and to how other people serve, and um, it's been fun.
0: Has it been popular?
1: Yeah, I, I think that. So we did. We only do it on Tuesdays. Okay. Um, we only walk around with the Kronstrays on Tuesdays, um, and, and the whole purpose of that is like you can. So they hold. There's there's eight slots. For for stange and stangin in them, and then you can fit an additional seven around like the inner rim, so you could carry eleven at, at any one time. And the idea is that is like if if this place is full and everybody's doing cold service, you're just like bang 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 yeah. bang bang bang, and go grab another tray. It's already filled. Bang 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 bang. That's literally how it is in Cologne all the time. Um, but. The first, uh, you know, so we started doing it on Tuesdays. We, we weren't open on Tuesdays before. We wanted to open on Tuesdays. We wanted to do this thing. Um, Mike sourced the um, the Krons trays. It took forever. Uh, it was about a six-month process. Uh, we got them directly from Germany. They're awesome. Um, and the first two weeks... So so Tuesdays in general have been great. When people come out on Tuesdays. The first two weeks were, like, heavily Kolsch-focused. Where we were out with the trays, we were it was like it was almost overwhelming, like we, you know you always the whole point of it is like you're sitting we're basically offering table service when we don't as a brewery, you know like we don't have to taper service there's no reason to we don't have yeah. food. we don't have anything you come up to the bar you order um or the service counter because the bar is the bar but um so, you know we're doing table service we're going around and it's it's overwhelming I mean this is these are 20 centiliters you're talking like six point four ounces they're not they're not big cups so you're're you're, you're running around you're doing stuff and it was great it was fun we had a good time um, and basically Tuesdays have stayed as busy just less people ordering cold sh- so <laughs> <it's> <laughs> I kind one like of those things where I am like yeah well I we're feel still like do
0: that's it, one but. of those things though that it's gonna take um some education first like cuz sure. i mean i had never heard of or seen it before seeing right. it on your instagram feed so like, i i would think like as more people know it's a thing and it's something you do that 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 would be something that grows yeah
1: for sure and we we do offer it at the bar all the time because like um since you don't have to walk around we are just already right there at the bar like if you want to do cold service and have your coaster then we'll just make sure to always fill it up and mark you um so it's 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 yeah and that's kind of how we look at it as an educational thing and like a beer history thing um and and we'll we'll definitely keep doing it and i hope in time it um the kolsch aspect of it continues to grow um but yeah people still just love their ipas (laughs) i
0: i I don't yeah i don't think that's a a thing that's ever going to go away for sure that's definitely uh ipas definitely play well to the american palate without a doubt Um, I bet, though, although you don't no, you don't have TVs or anything. Mm -mm. Um, Like if you if you did and there was like a game day, I call service would probably be popular for something like that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I actually never even thought about that. We do have we're wired. uh, We pre-wired to have projector here. Um, so like the screen would be on the wall behind you and the projector is yeah. like right up there. Um, we didn't pull the trigger on it yet. We wanted to pre-wire it because eventually we're gonna yeah. do it. But it is it's a it's a um, it's a tough thing because like we're we're known as a bar that doesn't do sports and we always have to. Yeah. And um, so you know you hear a lot of we hear more like. Thank you for not doing this. Then we hear like, "I wish you had it." Yeah, I um, personally
0: I, actually I don't care either way, uh, but I do kind of like when there's not because if there is a TV with stuff on it, no matter what, even if I don't care what's on it, it just seems like my attention keeps keep, yeah, will keep it, getting drawn to it. It distracting.
1: Keep, yeah. yeah, and that's that's kind of why we like the projector thing because we can move it up and down. So we were thinking like, okay, well, Steeler games kill us. Like if if there if it's a one p.m. Steeler game, we are absolutely dead. And, like, even though there's a handful of people that, like, don't give a fuck about the Steelers game, like, honestly, we're that way. Like, I'm not a big football fan. Yeah. But um, if we had a projector and put it down, could we force that into a solid day where there's, you know, the handful of people that want to come hang out at a brewery that don't want a really loud, rowdy bar scenario. Yeah. um, But just want to just not want to be on their couch. Um, But at least and then that way we can just put it up like when there isn't a game and nobody even knows it's there. So we're still trying to figure that out. But um, I I would say eventually that's probably going to
0: happen. Are you a fan of any sports or or Uh, motor sports? Okay. So yeah, I'm a,
1: I'm a big MotoGP fan motorcycle. Um, I semi follow F1, um, but I, I much prefer the, uh, lower budgeted motorcycle racing, (laughs) the the Uh, semi
0: attainable.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I love MotoGP. I follow that religiously. Um, I, I like soccer slash English football, but, um, I, I don't, I'll, I'll hang out with buddies and watch a
0: game if they're really into it, but I'm not, I don't have a team. I don't, you don't, you don't have, you don't have the scarf or (laughs) same with hockey. Like I
1: like the penguins. I like hockey. I'll go to a game. Um, I, I'll ask like, how are the penguins doing? You know, yeah. like, but like, that's, 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 about it. It that's as, as, yeah, as invested as you get. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's nothing that I, I, I'm not emotionally invested in any sport.
0: So you're in like the maybe 10% minority of I, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Without a doubt. Without. It's funny. Cause like we used to, um, you know, pre-pandemic, when we were going to fests all over the place, you know, 2019, we were, every every single weekend, we were in a different different fest around the world, and, like, people find out we're from Pittsburgh, and the only, it's, like, the only thing they can ask you is about the Steelers. Yeah. That's all they ask, is they say something about the Steelers. And, like, like it, it basically is, like, where's my patience at for how long that fest has been? Like, at the beginning, I'm, like, oh, yeah, like... Big Ben, or like I like I, I just like I'll try to know something about what's going on, yeah. and then at the end I'm like I literally don't give a shit, man. Like I don't care about football at all. Like
0: I um, ask me about something else Pittsburgh related. I won't wear anything Steeler stuff anymore because even just in Maryland that will happen. Yeah, and it's either people just asking like that, or because they're a Ravens fan and then start talking yeah, trash, jabbing you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, like, I,
1: don't even, I don't know anything. Yeah. Like,
0: it's like it's a cool logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like i i get the same thing when i say i'm from pittsburgh and then I'm like oh so you're a Steelers fan right And i'm like well yeah i am but like i there's a lot more defining yeah, <laughs> characteristics just, of I mean, myself I'm, like, I'm always like by default like <laughs> you have to be yeah
1: i'm not any other
0: fan yeah. so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless, yeah. you, unless i want to be ostracized yeah, in my hometown exactly <laughs> um so you also have your own podcast yeah uh good but not the best correct uh that that wasn't my anyone listening is not aware of it that wasn't my critique of it that is the <laughs> actual name called. yeah good but not the best <laughs> it does mm. sound amazing though what do you record with like uh, what do thanks, you use man. to make it so it's that's, one of the better uh, yeah, that's sounding all,
1: that's all my partner, uh, uh, oh, my partner in the podcast all my partner in the podcast um he he's far more into it than i am and um yeah we, we i mean honestly we used to just have a, a mixer he's recently gotten a um I can't remember the brand to be honest with you i don't think it's zoom because um, roadcast i don't know i want to like maybe alisa's i don't know if they make one but uh, it's 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 kind of it's like a podcast specific mixer but yeah. it records directly to the mixer now um he still hooks in his but it's cool it has like sound effects and shit it's, it's pretty fun uh, i have
0: some i have a few little lame ones oh i don't have that and no one will hear cuz I don't know about recording that channel uh, uh, but it, it does was always have always
1: fun yeah, yeah. um uh, but yeah that's it he he got new mics recently we all got i mean for the first we're in our second year of it now. And for the first year, like I never wore headphones. <laughs> so yeah. I, like, I guess people always complained about how I was always like talking like this. And, like, <laughs> away from the mic. Um, and so finally I've headphones, and like, I know what I sound like now. So
0: it um, makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. Cause I'll have people that are like, do I really have to wear the headphones? And I was like, well, I'd really like you to, because yeah. I don't want to have to constantly tell you to yeah. talk into the mic.
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So yeah, now that you can hear, hear yourself talking, it makes it a lot easier, but um. Yeah. Yeah. We only do. I. I don't know how often you do. It. We only do once a month. So
0: it's that. That would be smart. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I do weekly. Yeah. And that's stupid because yeah. it is. It's exhausting sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I bet. So that's like when I do these things where I like I take a trip to somewhere and record several one time. It, like money. it makes my life so easy. Right. 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 You have <laughs> the whole month set up. Yeah. It, go. Yeah. I, like I almost. Um. I almost extended the trip one more day so i could get grist house in tomorrow but i, I have to i need to get back to maryland tonight because yeah. i would because i just kept thinking like but chris that don't make the rest of the month even easier <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah i was just i i was listening to some episodes i was like wow this sounds really really good <laughs> yeah i like to hear that from a technical standpoint um but i also i i learned from listening to that that um you are like me where you don't drink while eating and people yeah. think that's really weird. Heck yeah, all right, man, <laughs> let's go.
1: Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I either like if I if I crack a beer or order a beer if I'm out um, and the food comes. I I one hundred percent have to finish that drink before I will start eating, um, and then I will not order another drink until I'm, I'm done eating.
0: So, because yeah, that um, eat like going out or someplace if someone knows knows me or like because you're the beer guy like uh, i'll be at a restaurant like are you sure you don't want a beer so my wife's always explaining for me it's like no he doesn't drink while he's eating yeah yeah
1: (laughs) it's it's, i don't i don't i I don't even i don't even have like a strong opinion as to why i think it's just like not mixing flavor like they're they're uh not that it's harshly against each other but like i don't know i want to enjoy whatever i'm i'm like, Masticating I literally,
0: suppose. the only time I will drink a beer while eating is if I'm at a beer dinner. Exactly, and I usually yep. will just take a sip and like try the pairing together, <laughs> yeah. and then sit that down, eat the course, and then drink the beer. Exactly, hundred <laughs>
1: percent. Yeah, we just did that. Good word, actually. Uh, we did. We oh, did that sh- beer, shilling, dinner beer dinner looked oh, amazing. That was great. I saw the pictures yeah, of that. It was, it was awesome.
0: Another uh, kick to the uh, I don't know like where I was bummed that I didn't go. Yeah. And that was
1: a, that was, that's like a, another, um, <laughs> something that I found funny about it, but like a, a, a thumbs up aspect to it. Um, provided that I guess you weren't driving home cause we certainly weren't, but, um, it was great because like the it was five courses, okay, and and the food portions were like perfect because you weren't you didn't get to that last course. And you're like, oh man, like what the heck, like, yeah. like how can I, you know, five beers, five courses, how am I supposed to get this in? The 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 food courses were perfect, like you were satiated, but you had all the flavor. But every every course the pairing was a pint. So like oh, it's, you weren't getting yeah. like, so they went heavy on the beer, yeah. <laughs> like light on the you, food. And it was, it was great. I mean, it really, it, it, I, in my opinion, it made for a more enjoyable pairing because you actually had the ability to go back yeah. before, during and after if you wanted yeah, and to. You so it just the, the
0: normal six ounces. Yeah. That's and, it, and, it, and, it, and
1: it was a long dinner. It's not like it was an hour long. It's probably like a three hour dinner. So, it, you know, it, 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 you dragged it out long enough that it made sense. But, um, but I just remember laughing at it. It was like the reverse of most beer dinners I've been to. You get like five ounces in a, in a full plate. And yeah. it was like a perfect perfect little, little few bites of something delicious and then a full pint.
0: So one of my sponsors, Roast House Pub, has a monthly beer dinner. And his used to be that way like a few years ago where – Every course was could have been a standalone meal, and if you tried to eat all of it, it was just so painful afterwards. Oh, yeah, exactly. But now it's like the perfect amount yeah. <laughs> paired, where like it's just what you just said. Like for you sure. feel full at the end of it, but you don't feel disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because I I went to my my wife had got me tickets to see burt Kreischer, yeah, uh cool. for my birthday, and it was the Friday before. Uh, a little beer fest oh, so cool. i was like there's no way i'm gonna get ge- down there. yeah get yeah. down to georgia early saturday morning to go to it for sure especially because the the show was like an hour away from my house and went pretty late it was a good show oh it was amazing nice. are you a burke Kreischer fan yeah 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 uh, not, it, not
1: like super fan but I'll, I'll watch him
0: yeah if you're a fan of him at all it was amazing because yeah, cool. he he I don't know if all of his – it seemed different maybe than – is the first time I've ever seen him live. But he did a lot of, like, taking requests from people, like, of what jokes to tell. Like, he had ones that were definitely, like, he was working on for yeah, the yeah, tour. Yeah. Like, for he has a special. He's recording soon. Sure. But, like, people in the audience would scream out, tell this story, and then, like, he would tell it. And then <laughs> at one point he's like, what the hell, are we just doing best of tonight? Yeah. That's pretty wild. But then I also learned I knew he he loves the radio station in DC, DC 101, because he goes on Elliot in the morning every time he's in the area. Sure. And like he stopped at one point to thank the audience, telling us that this area was the first place he had true fans because the Russian machine story was told only for the second time on Elliot in the morning. Yeah. And like that. What's like catapulted his sure. rise to popularity? So it was cool there too. He yeah, was definitely cool. really wrecked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's yeah, he, he seems to be usually, but um yeah, that's cool. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of live comedy. So,
0: have you ever gone to a Zane Lam- one of the Zane Lamprey shows? When no, he's going he was around just, to- he was
1: just in uh, he was at Mindful.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's where he played here. Yeah,
1: he he they the his management team or or whoever runs his thing. They reached out about here but
0: um Yeah, you're I just
1: on. I just didn't think it was the right space,
0: you know? Yeah, also you don't have the seating capacity the, for what they needed they too, right? They wanted 200, yeah. I think,
1: and like we could have done it, but it would have been like removing these tables. Like 200 people can fit in here, but okay. it would have been like lines of chairs. Yeah. And I, I feel like it would just at that point you're you're kinda of removing yourself from the brewery aspect and, and being yeah. more of, of just like a show and it was I, I just didn't feel like this was the best space for the venue. But I didn't go to it. I've I've talked to people that went to it and they said he was great. So Yeah,
0: I saw him last year. He was um it's uh, oh, I can't Ministry of Brewing in Baltimore. Cool. So it's kinda like um church brew works. Yeah. It's an old Catholic church converted to a brewery. Uh, but that's how they did it. They just had lines of uh folding chairs yeah. pointed towards the altar. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> where the brew the brew house is and stuff. And yeah, it was a great show. I'm gonna go again this year. I hope that it's different I would assume it's different jokes than the yeah. tour last year. Yeah, but, probably. But yeah, it was a great time. He was he was pretty pretty damn funny. I had him on as a guest oh, nice. leading up to that too, and he was it was a great interview. Yeah, very cool. So, um, I don't know if i have any other questions is there anything you have coming up that we haven't talked about that you're not really i
1: mean just the just the usual we have a luster day happening in may which is just kind of our annual celebration of of that little pale ale and uh so we have the the variants half lustra regular lustra double lustra triple lustra lager lustra um we've done a barrel lustra in the past which we have in barrels right now but it won't be released this year um that's memorial day weekend which is you know nothing overly special going on we just have all okay. that's like you know a lot of those are only once a year you know lustrous all the time but um half doubles a couple times a year half and triple or once half triple lager once a year is that your most um, popular beer yeah hands down yeah yeah hands down it's 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 a third of our over of our total production right. and um yeah i mean it's 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 for sure our best selling beer um and you know honestly probably my favorite outside of like Pilsner and Kolsch. okay um actually Schwarz beer beers so good but um, <laughs> but um yeah that's coming up, and then our anniversary will be in in october um we have a handful of cool local fests coming up but um and some non local fests but Other than that, no, just kind of trying to get our our feet going in this space. And, um, you know, we're, um, a handful of months into it now, which is, which is good, but trying to kind of figure out the space, figure out the outdoor space, figure out how to, how to grow within it. And, um, and then, and then kind of really start focusing. Yeah.
0: It's nice. You have convenient, easy parking now. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It fills up quick though. It just, sometimes it's funny. It's like, um, for uh, yeah, obviously, people listening can't see, but there's if people park appropriately, we can fit like 35 cars in mm. here, which going from zero is a lot, yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> so we have no parking spot at the old space, it was all street parking, and now we have 35 additional spaces. But like, I'll come in here and and like, sometimes people park because we have uh 15 of those spaces are painted, and then the other you know 15 to 20 are we have bumpers for them but like sometimes people just ignore them and park yeah. wherever they want um so people park properly we have about 35 and i'll come in here and it'll be like it'll be absolutely filled and i'll be like oh man awesome night and i come in and there's like 10 people in here and i'm like where are all like how what is going on like <laughs> where are these every single person drove individually um but uh but yeah it is it is absolutely it's great to have great to have the space and um you know we we didn't before and especially cuz this is so much bigger than the other spot where you kind of get away with it cuz our other spot was pretty small but um here it's it's great to have the ability so
0: yeah most likely if you couldn't find street parking uh you were probably at capacity anyway yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: yeah so um yeah and that's that's yeah so it's and it's good to have i think there's i I heard rumblings i don't know if this is true or not um but I heard rumblings that there's a, a third brewery opening up in Sharpsburg at some point. So I don't know anything about it. Somebody kind of mentioned it in, in passing the other day. But, um, you know, us, Hitchhiker, 446 Distillery. Um, I heard a winery might go in and then a third brewery. That would make this tiny little one-mile yeah. mi- one town uh, pretty the, boozy. <laughs> the, yeah, the new beer destination <laughs> yeah, of exactly. uh, the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, without a doubt.
0: I I wonder though if it really is. There seems to always be a rumor of a oh, new brewery sure. opening that's, yeah, or That's
1: that's kind of how I felt about it too is. Um yeah. I haven't seen any signs. I haven't heard it from the mayor. I haven't. Um so it was it was it was kind of in passing, but uh, I'd welcome it, you know. I'm I'm cool with it. I'm yeah. I'm cool with anybody. Um so
0: do you um have any plans to can what's at the old location <laughs> ever or are you going to keep that always draft only? Stuff?
1: It's, it's yes and no. Um, so I, I would love to, cause like I, um, I would love to offer Pilsner in cans. Um, we do have not always present in cans, which is our kolsch style, Kohl's style ale. Um, and we had Dunkel in cans. Um, I think we're going to do our, uh, Merzen beer in cans, uh, uh Okta, And then our fest beer will be draft only. Um, but I'd love to have Pilsner in cans, but that like we brew that so traditionally, and like that system over there allows us to do it, and this system necessarily doesn't. Also, it's a really long turn. We we condition that for twelve weeks, so um, that's just a really long time to yeah. take up tanks here. Um, and so you'd a, have to get like a
0: second. We'd have to we'd have, to have, to have put a, over yeah. There. We would definitely
1: have to have another packaging line. And right now, honestly, we go through. So we have. Um, as it stands, we basically have three tanks filled with Pilsner, one tank filled with Kolsch at any one time at the other spot. Um, and we pretty much are kicking that Pils draft only before the next batch can even come out. And we have three tanks filled with it. Okay. So if we canned it, it would go even faster. Yeah. It so, would, until, so until we can figure out the volume scenario where we either get larger tanks over there or we begin to uh, bring some of that stuff over here more often, uh, add tanks over here. Um, we'll probably just keep it draft only and then strategically brew the loggers that we want in cans at this facility.
0: Do you have any plans to hold a festival here invite, invite people to here to do that? Yeah, or? definitely.
1: We'd love to do that again, um, for our anniversary. Um, it's probably not going to happen this year since, you know, we're already pushing May and that's, you know, we're six months away from it, not less than six months away. um, so yeah we probably won't do anything crazy this year but i think we'll probably start trying to plan for a nice a nice really cool um not huge um but but fun festival for um our what will be our seventh anniversary um but we we do we are looking at potentially doing some kind of like live music structure for our anniversary this year building a stage and like having some having some bands out and doing like a fun fun local thing specifically just for just for kind of us
0: Which festivals will you be hitting up coming up soon?
1: So, excuse me. We have um, Allegheny City, uh, just up the river, is doing a Logger Fest next week. Um, Which I don't know when this is airing, so it might be over by then. But it'll be over. um, That's April thirtieth, and then Golden Age is doing a Logger Fest in the middle of May. We have. I'm heading to Rhode Island for a Finback Festival called Whale Watching in um, in May. Um, June or July. I think July we're heading to Maine for Mass Landings Fest. Um, I'll be at Philly Beer Week. We're doing something with Human Robot. Oh, cool. And New Trail. Um, Yeah, we're doing at Memphis Taproom. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Um, But we're doing... A cool little thing with like neutral warwick trogues human robot and then um human robots lager fest is the following day
0: i love um, how trogues has started making beers with all the oh, like popular the, little dudes little guys best, compared though. to them like they're so
1: they're such yeah. good genuine dudes like yeah i mean I, I've, it was never even a, they're just they're great yeah fans. yeah
0: they're, they're actually one of the like the larger breweries that I had on yeah. like I was so excited to have them on because nugget nectar was my favorite Heck beer yeah, for the longest time remember. but and I attributed actually more like their their story is so well known I think that's why no one really was gravitated to that sure. episode of Uncapped. Yeah. but like they were one of the ones that were like oh, I'm so excited To interview them and then, like, no one listened. Yeah. (laughs) And I think,
1: I think one of like something with them too is like when you're in the industry for a long time, like, um, like us directly as producers, you by proxy as somebody who's very into it and, 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 you know, a media person, like, there is a different appreciation for them and what they've done. And like their facility is incredible. Oh, It's one I mean, of the best breweries I've it's ever unbelievable. been to. Their consistency and quality is incredible. And they stay pretty much just in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you're going to find them in a handful of other States, but like their distribution market is tight. And like, they produce a ton of beer and it is all good. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, they, they, and, and they're still like the coolest dudes. Like, yeah. I mean, it's humble like, and yeah, down to earth. Truly, guys. truly like they deserve everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great, great humans. Um, do you, do you go to, um, the chilling Oktoberfest?
1: Um, you, we have not in the past. Okay. Um, I actually just met those guys for the first time at Goodward. So, um, potentially
0: this year I'll throw <laughs> it out there um i'm hoping to go to that yeah but I, th- that's another group of people that are just absolutely amazing yeah without a doubt and, and alexander is yeah. it's, people are probably tired of hearing me say it alexander is one of the best beers ever made yeah i don't think <laughs> i've had that one that's but, their czech pilsner
1: oh uh, cool yeah i don't think i had that one but um but they yeah their beers are great and um i would, I would love to go that i mean um fest beers and, and meritsons are my favorite uh and i've said it a thousand times i've said it year over year that they're my favorite so um i am very much i already have those beers on the schedule they're actually coming up because uh, we logger them for quite a while but um yeah i i'm i'm hoping to to get a call for that one and um even if i don't from a producer standpoint maybe i'll just ride up with you and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll go drink
0: together The i've never um, been there but the pictures of it it's just such a beautiful oh, place, yeah. new england in the yeah. fall you can't beat it when like but even the their brewery specifically oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like every hallmark special could have yeah. been could have been filmed there <laughs> there might have been a few yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right i'm gonna ask you some random questions that don't have anything to do with beer Sweet. but i just what we end each episode with cool do you wash apples before eating them
1: no never actually it's a, it's and i a, eat an apple a day uh-huh. Big apple
0: guy. So there was a running theory for a little while that maybe that's an m- immune system boosting thing. Uh, well, that that's funny. I, I didn't but, know that. But uh, it, well, no, I, that was, I didn't get COVID. I mean, I was lit. neither have I. Yeah. And I I wash apples by like rubbing them on my <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> and I I'm actually like, rub more or? dirt yeah. onto them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or I'll grab uh, like a... a uh, paper towel, yeah. on it. Yeah. So it's not really cleaning. So maybe, yeah, I haven't gotten COVID. Anymore. Wow, it seems I mean, like the
1: theory stands. Yeah. There. yeah,
0: I'm. I actually, I'm just going to call it conclusively proven at this point. <laughs> yeah. We've, I've, I've done Two enough people. We're yeah. good. We nailed it. I've done enough of the scientific method. This is now moved on to mm-hmm. fact. Best fast food French fries. Defend your answer.
1: Oh man, I got to be honest. I don't eat a lot of fast food anymore so does five guys count
0: it's the wrong answer but it does count (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: fair what's the right answer
0: i i mean i don't have actually arby's i'm gonna go with arby's you like the curly fries yeah curly fries are awesome yeah
1: i'm not a big curly fry guy i i do like them. i i'm a big i like fries like fries i'm really uh, like i love fries
0: but without Um, ketchup like no that. Yeah, no ketchup. I also I'm not, I'm no ketchup. Not a, not a ketchup fan. Unless they're bad. If they're uh, bad French fries, then maybe ketchup yeah. can save them. But yeah, even right. then, it's- yeah.
1: And if there's nothing else, like if there's literally any other condiment that's going in, yeah. Ketchup. But, um, yeah, I'd say I like I like, like straight up, just potato cut fries, um, which is like Five Guys, and they're super salty, and I like that too, um, but. But I hear your Arby's. I, I think it's fair,
0: and I think it's just that like seasoned fries are good. Yeah. Although apparently I've learned uh, Five Guys has seasoned fries. They do the Okay, that's really yeah. good though. Yeah, they are good. They are good. Um. Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate?
1: I'd say a ninja for sure.
0: Everyone says that, but they're wrong. Pirates are much cooler, so I just oh, go well, pirate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you ask <laughs> they have me, guns, if you cannons, ask like, would I
1: rather be a ninja or a pirate? Swords. I'd probably say a pirate. Okay, um, but I feel like, dude, ninjas are so good. They already use like swords and stuff. They could like duck, out of, <laughs> they could, like, duck under anything. I mean that that uh,
0: at least ninety five percent of the people answer ninja, yeah. but I'm holding firm with team pirate. Yeah, that's fair. I like it. Is Batman a ninja? No. that that's a very divisive thing too. That's probably like a 50 yeah, 50 split. I'd say no.
1: he's no cause he utilizes his armor too much. He's not like ducking bullets. Yeah, like, he you know was I mean?
0: trained as one though, depending yeah. on which movie series you watch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still say no.
0: What is the scariest movie you've ever watched?
1: Oh my gosh, this is probably a terrible answer, but well actually there are whatever it's subjective. Yeah. Um, i when i was a kid i watched the uh the thing like the original one with kurt russell i don't know why but i remember being like really like terrified of it like that that hmm. like for whatever reason that
0: movie just was like, struck a yeah. young andrews just like, yeah, got,
1: and also when i was a really little kid i actually saw that after this movie but when i was a really little kid mars attacks first came out which is a comedy like yeah no doubt about it absolutely love that movie now it's hilarious I would like, I really thought aliens were going to come kill us all. Like, <laughs> I was young though. I mean, I was, I was like very small and, uh, I remember just thinking like aliens all the time. were just going to come like just invade. And so not a scary movie, but I remember being frightened because of that movie.
0: I think it was last year. My wife and I thought it would be a good idea to let, like uh, to watch gremlins. Like, cause we remember watching yeah, it as a kid. And I love it. that movie. Our six year old was terrified. Really? And she is usually not afraid of anything. She was terrified oh, by Christopher. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> we had to turn it off. Yeah. Like she just she's like, I don't like this. I don't uh, want to watch it. T- <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> What's scarier? Clowns or aliens?
1: I mean, I would say clowns because they're actually real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, six year old me might say aliens, but um but mm. ad- adult me is going clown. I mean, think of how many like you got uh, John Wayne Gacy. You got uh, yeah. it. You got like look at this. I mean, obviously it's not it was, real, but I mean, yeah, clowns, clowns.
0: My, sure. Well, my favorite answer to that ever was that like aliens could be here in peace and to do good. Clowns never are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. They're always yeah causing chaos. Name a famous person you would love to meet. Hmm
1: that's too hard. I don't, I don't even, I don't know. I don't, I don't I really don't.
0: I mean, a lot of people's is they don't care. Yeah, that's what is, I mean. like, yeah. I don't even know.
1: Like people who are, people who are famous to me that I'd want to meet would be people that like
0: nobody knew, like
1: <laughs> Moto,
0: MotoGP people
1: and stuff like that.
0: Um, yeah. I don't know. What? I don't know. What are you watching on TV right now? Oh, huh, I just watched a lot of
1: stuff. Um, Severance. On apple tv
0: i just watched and finished that i it took me an episode to really get into it but that yeah. that show is a real mind bender it's, yeah it's weird because like, you're just constantly trying to figure out what the hell is going on
1: for sure and like i don't i didn't love it i didn't hate it um i know ozark comes back in yes a couple very weeks. soon i love that Ant show on that um I just watched Anatomy of a Scandal on Netflix, which is whatever. I wouldn't miss that. Seen it's that. fine. But um uh, <coughs> uh there's something else I just watched. Oh, the uh the Dropout. That movie about uh Elizabeth Holmes, the girl from Theranos. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I've heard Hulu. that's good. I haven't yeah, watched it's it yet g- though. interesting. Yeah, it's it's good. It's kind of fascinating. Um but yeah.
0: What's the worst concert you've ever attended? Oh my gosh.
1: Um so th- this uh, I love live music so there are no worse concerts however oh, I did <laughs> I did go to um uh have you heard of the band Piebald No they're like a an OG kind of pop punk old school band from from Boston area and um they had like a reunion tour a handful of years ago and they played at Mr. Small's here in Pittsburgh which is um I think it's like a 900 person cap. Um, it's like a 900 person yeah. venue. I kid you not, I counted. There were 43 people there. Oh wow, 43 people. <laughs> like, and it was, it was cool. Like, it was great to see them. I love that band. They were really cool about it. But, man, is it awkward to be in a 900-person space with
0: 43 people. That had to feel sad. Oh, my gosh. You had, like, <laughs> a few groups
1: of people just, like, nodding their heads to the music. It's like a middle school prom uh, or something. 100%. Like a, I, like, I couldn't get over it. I kept, like, looking at my buddy and being like, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and I'd say, like, that was, like, I hate to say it's the worst because I'm, like, I'm glad that I went and I'm glad that I yeah. got to see them. But, like. Well, it was the um, worst experience but because it was of like, the awkwardness. Yeah, it was awkward.
0: Is it acceptable to use a gift card on a first date? Wow. Yeah,
1: say fuck it, why not?
0: <laughs> like why not? That that one like that People who don't think you should strongly feel that you should not use one on a yeah, first I mean, date. Yeah,
1: I mean, why?
0: Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, what's it matter? It's
1: got to get used anyways. I mean, like maybe hope, that person wouldn't even go if it
0: wasn't for yeah, the date. I mean, so. hopefully I never have another first date. I, but mean, I, I, like, I, I haven't use, been on a first date in a long time. So. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I would probably use a gift card if I had yeah, one. why not? Shows <laughs> you're frugal. Yeah. And you're not going to waste money. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, Andrew, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. I love the new spot. It's beautiful. Thanks very much. Um, And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Cheers. The Uncap Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh, my God. That's good.